0: Hello. 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 This, this is MCO. Hello. This is MCO. Hello? Hello? This, this, this is another, MCOM another MCOM transmission. transmission. This is the Sangarava Sutta, the Sutta to the Brahmin Sangarava, from the Samyutta Nikaya, the Connected Discourses of the Buddha section 46 sutta number 55 section 5 thus have i heard once at shravasti the brahmin sangarava approached the blessed one and exchanged greetings with him when they had concluded their greetings and cordial talk sangarava sat down to one side and said to the blessed one Master Gautama, what is the cause, what is the reason why sometimes even those hymns that have been recited often over a long period of time do not recur to the mind, let alone those that have not been recited often? What is the cause and what is the reason why sometimes those hymns that have not been recited often over a long period of time do recur to the mind, let alone those that have been recited often. Brahman. When one dwells with a mind obsessed by sensual desire, overwhelmed by sensual desire, and one does not understand as it really is the escape from arisen sensual desire. On that occasion, one neither knows nor sees, as it really is, one's own good, or the good of others, or the good of both. Then, even those hymns that have been recited often over a long period of time do not recur to the mind, let alone those that have not been recited often. Suppose, Brahman, there is a bowl of water mixed with lac, turmeric, blue dye, or crimson dye. If someone with good sight were to examine their own facial reflection in it, they would neither know nor see as it really is. So too, Brahman, when one dwells with a mind obsessed by sensual desire, overwhelmed by sensual desire, and one does not understand as it really is, the escape from a risen sensual desire. Then on that occasion, even those hymns that have been recited often over a long period of time do not recur to the mind, let alone those that have not been recited often. Again, Brahman, when one dwells with a mind obsessed by ill will, overwhelmed by ill will, and one does not understand, as it really is, the escape from arisen ill will. On that occasion one neither knows nor sees, as it really is, one's own good, or the good of others, or the good of both. Then even those hymns that have been recited over a long period of time do not recur to the mind, let alone those that have not been recited often. Suppose, Brahman, there is a bowl of water being heated over by a fire, bubbling and boiling. If a person with good sight were to examine their own facial reflection in it, they would neither know nor see it as it really is. So too, Brahman, when one dwells with a mind obsessed by ill will, overwhelmed by ill will, one does not understand, as it really is, the escape from arisen ill will. And on that occasion, even those hymns that have been recited often over a long period of time do not recur to the mind, let alone those that have not been recited often. Again, Brahmin, when one dwells with a mind obsessed by sloth and torpor, Overwhelmed by sloth and torpor, and one does not understand as it really is, the escape from arisen sloth and torpor. On that occasion one neither knows nor sees as it really is, one's own good, or the good of others, or the good of both. Then even those hymns that have been recited often over a long period of time do not recur to the mind let alone those that have not been recited. Suppose, Brahman, there is a bowl of water, covered over with water plants and algae. If a person with good sight were to examine their own facial reflection in it, they would neither know nor see it as it really is. So too, Brahman, when one dwells with a mind obsessed by sloth and torpor, Overwhelmed by sloth and torpor, and one does not understand as it really is the escape from arisen sloth and torpor, then on that occasion, even those hymns that have been recited often over a long period of time do not recur to the mind, let alone those that have not been recited often. Again, Brahmin, when one dwells with a mind obsessed by restlessness and worry, overwhelmed by restlessness and worry, and one does not understand as it really is the escape from arisen restlessness and worry. On that occasion one neither knows nor sees as it really is one's own good, or the good of others, or the good of both. Then even those hymns that have been recited often over a long period of time do not recur to the mind let alone those that have not been recited often. Suppose, Brahman, there is a bowl of water, stirred by a wind, rippling, swirling, churned into waves. If someone with good sight were to examine their own facial reflection in it, they would neither know nor see it as it really is. So too, Brahman, When one dwells with a mind obsessed by restlessness and worry, overwhelmed by restlessness and worry, and one does not understand, as it really is, the escape from arisen restlessness and worry, then on that occasion even those hymns that have been recited often over a long period of time do not recur to the mind, let alone those that have not been recited often. Again, Brahman, when one dwells with a mind obsessed by doubt, overwhelmed by doubt, and one does not understand as it really is the escape from arisen doubt, on that occasion one neither knows nor sees as it really is one's own good, or the good of others, or the good of both. Then even those hymns that have been recited over a long period of time do not recur to the mind let alone those that have not been recited often. Suppose, Brahman, there is a bowl of water that is turbid, unsettled, muddy, and placed in the dark. If someone with good sight were to examine their own facial reflection in it, they would neither know nor see it as it really is. So too, Brahman, when one dwells with a mind obsessed by doubt, overwhelmed by doubt, and one does not understand as it really is the escape from arisen doubt, then on that occasion even those hymns that have been recited often over a long period of time do not recur to the mind, let alone those that have not been recited often. This Brahman is the cause and the reason why even those hymns that have been recited often over a long period of time do not recur to the mind, let alone those that have not been recited often. Brahman. When one dwells with a mind that is not obsessed by sensual desire, not overwhelmed by sensual desire, and one understands as it really is the escape from a risen sensual desire. On that occasion, one knows and sees, as it really is, one's own good, and the good of others, and the good of both. Then, even those hymns that have not been recited often over a long period of time recur to the mind, let alone those that have been recited often. Suppose, Brahman, there is a bowl of water not mixed with lac, turmeric, blue dye, or crimson dye. If someone with good sight were to examine their own facial reflection in it, they would know and see it as it really is. So too, Brahman, one who dwells with a mind that is not obsessed by sensual desire, not overwhelmed by sensual desire, and one understands as it really is the escape from arisen sensual desire, then on that occasion, even those hymns that have not been recited often over a long period of time recur to the mind, let alone those that have been recited often. Again, Brahman, when one dwells with a mind that is not obsessed by ill will, not overwhelmed by ill will, and one understands as it really is the escape from arisen ill will, then on that occasion, even those hymns that have not been recited often over a long period of time recur to the mind, let alone those that have been recited often. Suppose, Brahman, there is a bowl of water not heated over a fire. Not bubbling, not boiling. If someone with good sight were to examine their own facial reflection in it, they would know and see it as it really is. So, too, Brahmin, when one dwells with a mind that is not obsessed by ill will, not overwhelmed by ill will, and one understands as it really is the escape from arisen ill will, then, on that occasion, even those hymns that have not been recited often over a long period of time recur to the mind, let alone those that have been recited often. Again, Brahman, when one dwells with a mind that is not obsessed by sloth and torpor, not overwhelmed by sloth and torpor, and one understands, as it really is, the escape from arisen sloth and torpor, Then on that occasion, even those hymns that have not been recited often over a long period of time recur to the mind, let alone those that have been recited often. Suppose Brahman there is a bowl of water, not covered over with water plants and algae. If someone with good sight were to examine their own facial reflection in it, they would know and see it as it really is. So too, Brahman, when one dwells with a mind that is not obsessed by sloth and torpor, not overwhelmed by sloth and torpor, and one understands, as it really is, the escape from arisen sloth and torpor, then on that occasion, even those hymns that have not been recited often over a long period of time recur to the mind, let alone those that have been recited often. Again, Brahman, when one dwells with a mind that is not obsessed by restlessness and worry, not overwhelmed by restlessness and worry, and one understands as it really is, the escape from arisen restlessness and worry, then on that occasion, even those hymns that have not been recited over a long period of time recur to the mind, let alone those that have been recited often. Suppose, Brahman, there is a bowl of water, not stirred by the wind, without ripples, without swirls, not churned into waves. If someone with good sight were to examine their own facial reflection in it, they would know and see it as it really is. So too, Brahman, when one dwells with a mind that is not obsessed by restlessness and worry, not overwhelmed by restlessness and worry, and one understands as it really is the escape from arisen restlessness and worry, then, on that occasion, even those hymns that have not been recited often over a long period of time recur to the mind, let alone those that have been recited often. Again, Brahman, when one dwells with a mind that is not obsessed by doubt, not overwhelmed by doubt, and one understands, as it really is, the escape from arisen doubt. Then, on that occasion, even those hymns that have not been recited often over a long period of time recur to the mind, let alone those that have been recited often. Suppose, Brahman, there is a bowl of water that is clear, serene, limpid, set out in the light. If someone with good sight were to examine their own facial reflection in it, they would know and see it as it really is. So, to Brahman, when one dwells with a mind that is not obsessed by doubt, not overwhelmed by doubt, and one understands as it really is the escape from arisen doubt, then on that occasion, even those hymns that have not been recited often over a long period of time recur to the mind, let alone those that have been recited often. This Brahman is the cause, this is the reason why even those hymns that have not been recited often over a long period of time recur to the mind, let alone those that have been recited often These seven factors of awakening, Brahman, are non-obstructions, non-hindrances, non-corruptions of the mind. When developed and cultivated, they lead to the realization of the fruit of true knowledge and liberation. What are these seven? The factor of awakening of mindfulness is a non-obstruction. The factor of awakening of the investigation of dharmas is a non-obstruction. The factor of awakening of determination is a non-obstruction. The factor of awakening of joy is a non-obstruction. The factor of awakening of tranquility is a non-obstruction. The factor of awakening of samadhi, concentration, is a non-obstruction. And the factor of awakening of upeksha, equanimity, is a non-obstruction. These seven factors of awakening are non-obstructions, non-hindrances, non-corruptions of the mind. When developed and cultivated, they lead to the realization of the fruit of true knowledge and liberation. When this was said, the Brahmin Sangarava said to the Blessed One, "Magnificent Master Gotama, from today, let Master Gotama remember me as a lay follower who has gone forth for refuge, for life."